Welcome to the Garden Culture Podcast, hosted by me, Bailey Van Tassel. I'm a self-taught gardener, busy wife and mother, and small business owner on a mission to live a garden-inspired life. Each month, we will explore what's going on in the garden and fields, as well as get to know incredible people who infuse their own lives with the magic of the garden. For more information on any techniques, recipes, or ideas mentioned here, please visit us at baileyvantassel.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Garden Culture Podcast and welcome to October. Welcome to crackling fires and views of smoke billowing from chimneys. We've finally earned a shiver here and there, donning our shearling and boots, reaching for hot mugs to warm some cold, chilled hands, inspiring us to slow down just a touch, a natural adjustment that will serve us well as we shift down into winter soon. A reminder as the holidays rush upon us, starting with Hallow's Eve this month, not all things grow all year. Plants go dormant and nature herself sleeps more from the bears in their dens to the dogwood trees. Plan for this in fall so that in winter you can be at peace with what you let go of and what you wait on. This can be such a hard concept for us in modern time, rushing around, seeking to be the most productive with our time, but often the most productive season of a seed's life is when it's still within its casing, under the ground. So keep that in mind this fall as you adjust your pace and get ready for winter. October leads us into the final hustle of our lives with grounding moments needed more than ever. The holiday herbs we're planting, let them beckon you outside to run your fingers through them and plan feasts at a gentle pace. Let the October garden keep you active with pruning fruit trees, yet slow down with the pulling or planting of potatoes. So much happens underground this month as the preparation to slow begins. The mindset shift will make all the difference as our own roots need resting too. October is very reminiscent of the moon. I describe the moon to my children as watching over us while the sun sleeps, just like how mama watches over you is what I tell them. The moon this month is full on October 9th, the hunter's moon, named basically off the full moon nearest the harvest moon, which was back in September, but also a nod to hunting season being in full swing. If you garden by the moon, that principle is based off of the waxing and waning of the moon cycle, which will determine as the moon determines the tides, when to sow versus when to harvest, etc. There's a ton of information on this in the Farmer's Almanac if you're here in the States, but a rule of thumb is to plant above ground crops as the moon is waxing and below ground crops like root crops as the moon is waning. Each astrological sign tends to have influence over what does best and when to plant what. So if you want to dig into moon gardening, there's a ton of information for you. And I've got friends who absolutely swear by it. October allows for the fallest of fall moments and sweater weather surely has returned for most of us. The pumpkin has her day in the sun, as does mold wine and spices. Mold wine, created by the Romans, is simply heated wine used to defend their bodies against the cold winter. As the Romans conquered much of Europe throughout the next century, their love for mold wine spread across the empire and the regions they traded with. Though I can't imbibe this season, being pregnant, if you just warm some red wine to just a sizzle, add in spices like cinnamon, clove, um, star anise, 
and then let that just sort of mull around sizzling really low in a pot. You can add orange slices and then just that's it. You just let it simmer together and then enjoy in a steamy mug. It's so cozy and gives you that very cheerful fall energy. In the garden, garlic, shallots, and onions are going into many beds. These all require some patience, good soil, and their own techniques depending on your preferences. When I first planted garlic and did all my research that very first season, I learned about how many people soak their cloves in vodka and then fish emulsion overnight or even for just a few hours before planting. I have since used that approach, though it's not necessary. However, it's one of those fun magic tricks that makes gardening a bit interesting to me. Plus, Martha Stewart does it, so who am I to question her brilliance, obviously. I want to take a quick moment to chat with you guys about what makes this podcast possible, which is the Kitchen Garden Society. It's my monthly gardening membership for absolutely all hardiness zones here in the U.S., and it was really designed to save you time and energy and to keep the inspiration flowing throughout the growing season. So each month we go through what you need to be doing in your specific hardiness zone in terms of seeds to sow, what to be harvesting, um, what to be tending on, and some tasks to take on, as well as what should be transplanted. And then you get lessons from experts. Coming up this month, we're actually doing a live vermicompost. That's worm composting, like how to set it up. Great for small spaces, a full vermicompost workshop. And then we add lessons and bonuses and recipes and ideas throughout the month. But we always have daily inspiration for living seasonally and a Facebook group where you can ask questions. So hopefully you'll go check us out at thekitchengardensociety.com and join us because it is so fun and truly helps you live a garden-inspired life. Okay, as for onions, if you're still considering planting them, be sure to know your day hours. Long, short, or intermediate day we're short day being so far south, and this will determine which onions do well for you and when to plant them. I've mentioned in the past, but I'll say again, I use Dixondale Farms to source my onions, but your local nursery should have starts around the time that's good for you to plant them. We here in zone 10 will be planting in October, and they need pretty much going to fill one entire bed with onions so that they can have their own watering and mulching and situation going. Onions are a powerful tool, especially in October, because we're right at the beginning of sort of chilly germ season. <laughs> and so onions are not just great in the garden as a pest deterrent, but also in the home apothecary. Onion facial steams, though they may sound totally repulsive, are great for getting any gunk out, and they're fantastic for helping move any seasonal crud hanging out in your system, moving it up and out. Garlic as well is said to help boost your immune system and really keep your digestive tract clean. One minced clove of garlic a day set out on a spoon to oxidize for a couple minutes is said to decrease inflammation, cholesterol, and blood pressure and boost immunity as well as cellular activity. I personally have multiple friends who do this. They basically swallow a clove of garlic that's been chopped up every day, fresh garlic, 
and absolutely swear that they can feel a difference in terms of just inflammation and energy and overall wellness. So we will be trying that this winter and it is easier to take on than you think. You're not going to have any of the funky like, you know, burps or anything like that. You just swallow it down with some water and I, I promise you it's not that bad. Many root crops are also going in this month, quite a few that can overwinter nicely. Sweetening as the cooler temps actually increase the natural sugar content. Beets, carrots, and even kale come to mind here for overwintering if you do get a touch of frost. Mulch will be a necessity though, and now is a really great time to take inventory on if you have or need frost cloth and hoops. If you get a frost, even a little one, it doesn't hurt to have some hoops at the ready so you can cover your plants and allow them to get that cool weather, but not the actual, you know, frozen (laughs) flakes of frost or snow on them. Many zones are actually already experiencing some frost and some hard weather, taking to the cellar for crops as opposed to their gardens and enjoying their hard work from summer. Seed saving is in full swing here in October a great way to stretch your plants and reduce your dependency on really anything. Some perennials can be divided and stored at this time. And though fall is not quite the time for hibernating, there is still much to be done. But the weather for most of us is really that scintillating mix of sun on the face and crisp breeze to inspire a jacket. So keep moving, get outside if you can, and finish up some of those fall tasks. In the fields, Rose hips chock full of vitamin C are popping up in little orange bursts of prettiness. Dandelions are abundant for wish making and whose root makes a fabulous caffeine-free coffee, which is actually quite spot on taste wise. You simply chop really finely and thinly the dandelion root and roast it. And then you just blend it in a coffee grinder and steep it like tea. And it really is such a fantastic replacement for coffee or a great cozy afternoon drink at tea time. We can also gather acorns and chestnuts, squirreling away all of these delicious treasures to roast and crumble over the tops of soups and cheese gratins this season. Cattail are also a great find this time of year, with homage needing to be paid to the fabulous Robin Wall Kimmerer, author of Braiding Sweetgrass. She dedicates a chapter to taking college students into the wilderness and all the ways that you can use cattail. It's remarkable. As we cozy down, if unread, this book is a must, must, must non-negotiable read. But this chapter on these students and their experience in the wilderness, but especially the uses of the cattail, really, really charmed me. I will never forget it. October brings us back to the stove, stirring and simmering, whether it be stews or pie fillings, indulging in the pumpkin-flavored everything, but mostly pumpkin itself. If you've never made dinner in a pumpkin, now is the time to roast a full pumpkin with butter or cream cheese spread within after removing the seeds. Fill with sausage and kale soup and enjoy a delightful tradition that can only be really fully felt in this month of October and her pumpkins. Enjoy the seasons, my friends, and I really look forward to catching up next week. I hope this episode has been balm for the soul and inspiration for the heart. I would love if you left a review to let me know your thoughts or anything you're interested in learning. And I'm so grateful that you found this space. For more information on any techniques, recipes, or ideas mentioned, visit us at baileyvantassel.com slash podcast.